Uh, welcome to the first break. We've got uh, it seems to be a mixed bag every week. I mean, I was even missing in action like Kyrie, um, but we've got uh, ah, wow. Shine, Koki, and Desedi on the break. And I think today there seems to be a lot of discussions. Or I think what we're going to be discussing today is obviously quite heavy. Uh, excuse the pun. <laughs> Yo, I'm sorry. Guys, I didn't mean that. Um, <laughs> I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. But anyway, welcome to the fast break. We got a jam-packed show for you today. Oh, damn. I sound like a, a person hosting your TV. Um, but look, guys, let's jump straight into it. Um, we're going to backtrack a little bit, right? We know today's a big day with the hard and trade, but we're going to backtrack a little bit into Kyrie Irving's absence, right? And I, I, I want to kick off with my feelings. I'm deep about Kyrie. Like, there's no person I enjoy watching more in the NBA than Kyrie Irving. But I have this soft spot for... for I, I, I don't know why. I have the soft spot for him. And and I, I, I feel like there's something bigger he's trying to do. I, I, I was tweeting about it earlier in the week. I don't know why I have this weird feeling about what he's really trying to do. But I'm keen to hear what he has to say. But uh, I think I want to go to our Residence Nets fan, previously at Clippers fan, uh, Koki. Koki, how do you feel about Kyrie? She's Kyrie's a tenant. She's not a, she's, she's not a resident. She's actually a visitor. Resident, please. Uh, Koki, what are your feelings about Kyrie's absence? I mean, honestly, from a Nets fan perspective, what do you feel like this is doing to you guys? So, I don't think he owes us an explanation. And by us, I mean the fans and the media, right? Uh, I feel like a lot of people are very entitled to what Kyrie has to say and he doesn't owe us anything. But he does owe his team. I feel like he should have just explained why he was or why he's still away to his teammates, his manager, actually yeah, the whole team because he has a commitment with them to obviously reach the finals mm -hmm. and if not win a ring. So that is my only problem with Kyrie. But other than that... He doesn't owe us anything. It's not like we we even buying the tickets to go to the games. You know what I mean? So no one is. Yeah. <laughs> no, but no, but guys, but that's also quite a powerful point because like a few people said like, and I remember um, is a clip of like when Jordan was talking about why he does what he does, and he was like, some people pay so much money and drive from so far to come watch me. There is an element about the fine that, you know, if the fans were still in the stadiums, yo, I won't lie. I, I think there's exactly. there's some emotions there. Yeah. But um, but I like that. I think he does owe something to his teammates. I mean, Shine, you and I have played in teams before, Doug. You remember, I, niggas must practice back in the day, bro. I would be on them. I'd be in the WhatsApp group, bro. I'd be deep. Calling them I'd out. start to wild. Calling um, so them Shine, out. What, what are your feelings about Kyrie? What are, you, what are your feelings about Kyrie missing the, the, I mean, missing some games? There was this chat about him being at his sister's 30th birthday without a mask even. You know the protocols. What are your what's what's your views on it? Well, he's missed the last five games, right? For 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 the Brooklyn Nets, and the Nets in the last five games have won three and lost two, and one of the games they won was it was it was against the 76ers, a healthy 76ers without him. So it also starts to raise the question about his value in the team. And yes, I know that he's, he might be your favorite player to watch in the NBA. It's exciting, all of these things. But as much as Kuchetsu can also say he doesn't ask anything, I mean, you heard the reports. He contacted his teammates and not the head coach, you know. And you heard some of the things I said earlier before that, which are yet to be verified. But him and Katie basically said they don't need a coach. 
you know what I mean? And all those things eventually start to feed into the team and makes it a toxic environment, as you saw with the Clippers this past last season, the coach he was. So you saw how it was, where they gave some players preferential treatment and how that eventually added into the team dynamics. And we might be facing the same thing again with coach he is now at the Nets. So... <laughs> They won't let you forget. (laughs) A big, a big thing here, and and that's also there's been these you know unverified reports about the issues with the coaching, and remember what we said about Steve Nash. You're coming in, you're getting some, you're getting real talent, like you're getting people that could win games for you, like legitimate fifty game win season type thing. Now. I mean, I also have questions here about Steve Nash. Like, what's his, what, what's he doing here? Inexperienced head coach. Now you have to manage someone. It's more challenging. But uh, let me let me hear what our oh oh we're about to get a, we're about to get our sermon on. Um, Lesedi Devere. What, what are your feelings? What are your Jesus. feelings on Kyrie Irving's absence? Look, as Cookie said, he doesn't really owe the media or you know the public at large any explanation. Right. But I think as a teammate, I'm going to feel away. Okay. As a coach, Steve Nash, I should feel away for not getting content because I think as well, Sharp, you don't have to maybe respect my coaching ability, but respect my position. Right. Yeah. As an exec, I feel, you know, I'm also going to feel away. And even as a fan, dude, because it's like, dude, we feel like this year is our year and it doesn't seem like you're locked in. Right. As a leader, yeah. as one of our best players, you're not locked in. Right. And like Shine said, he missed five games, you know, they they they're three and two. But currently in the East, dude, they're sitting sick. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. as it stands, dude, the paces and magic are outperforming them. So exactly. I beg the question that this is the same team that obviously we said, dude, they're gonna take the East by storm. But they're currently being outperformed by the paces and and the magic. So now I'm like, dude, what's really happening here, right? And yeah. here's another thing that that actually really you know um, grinds my gears, bruh, is that dude Kyrie Irving has always been an advocate for you know um, Mamba mentality and Kobe Bryant, dude. And dude, if you know Kobe Bryant, or at least what he represents, you know it wouldn't stand for this sort of behavior, bro. So, I'm asking myself, like, dude, Kyrie, bro, like, what sort of message are you trying to represent or what sort of, um, you know, what impression are you trying to give to, you know, your teammates and the people at large and, like you said, like, the people that would want to come to see you. Maybe the little kid that is watching on the TV say, look, Kyrie's my best, my favorite player, but he's, he's deciding not to play you know the 76ers who are in a, who are in the same conference as us but you know he'd rather eat birthday cake so yeah. you know that's that that's my chat on that one dude so i i think that you know it's it's not okay sure like obviously there's been chats before about um Kyrie's mental health and and things like, and like you know what i mean I, I i do support that but it's also like dude i mean if if that's your reasoning and you feel like you need to blow up some steam and you'd rather be with your family than a jam-packed season then say so because there was a point in time where derrick rose also took some time off i don't know if you guys remember that and yeah, he, yeah. he wasn't in the right um mind and he took some time off and he made it public why he needed some time off he vocalized it 
Kyrie Irving just dipped. So, yeah. so for me, uh, I don't think it's gonna fly. Dude. I think a big issue Kyrie has though is with the media. There's just that standard aspect that he has with with the media. And the truth is, you could still pay your respects to your teammates, your your organization through other ways. So this season, Kyrie's earning 33 bar, 33 million on the season. I mean, it's very tough. It's tough for the Brooklyn Nets to continue with that kind of culture. And I mean, as I understand it, there's even reports that if Kyrie Irving continues with the silence, the the Nets could void his contract. And and I imagine there must be some kind of clause in that contract that includes that. Um, speaking about the Derrick Rose thing, and you know, I just want to big picture this because I want us to take it to the, the the Brooklyn Nets with the James Harden thing, right? One of the most interesting things about Kyrie Irving, beyond this absence, right? Let's just talk about him. Let's say he wasn't this random absence. That dude is actually injured very often. That Do you remember him at the Cavs? Like he missed Even two big show. finals, right? He's actually always physically. So let's say mentally and whatever's going on with him is fine. He's also quite a big flight risk just in terms of health. And that brings me to the James Harden trade, right? So the pros and cons. When I look at the the, the New Jersey, I'm, excuse me, the Brooklyn Nets. I'm an old school dude. When I look at the Brooklyn Nets, <laughs> With with the with the, with the <laughs> trade, I see um, quick high level take from me is KD can fit into any system. We saw him with Golden State. We've seen him with OKC. He can be the man. He can also work in a system and play off the ball. I think KD's the one person in this whole situation is gonna be like, yo, I don't care who's next to me, dog. I can kind of do whatever I gotta do. But that's because um, he's also the best player. No, but no, but China. I mean, I mean the things he can do as a basketball player. He can fit into any system. He, he can play he can play catch and shoot he can play off the ball he can slash he doesn't need the ball in his hands he played in golden state where the ball is never in one person's hands it's always moving i'm saying that kd i think system wise he he won't have an issue harden oh, guys it's just the number of dribbles to get the shot off i don't know you, if you eat that much shot clock I, I don't know if you can eat that much shot clock with two other guys that can score the ball but when i look at the trade let's say Kai comes back and he locks in I'm just like, this dude can get injured. So the truth is, I'm looking at Harden and KD to really be to really be what Brooklyn needs them to be. But when I look at them in the context of the East, they still have the best shot makers in the East. Every, I'll ask you something, Liz. Just no other team in the East has, has players who are shot makers. I'll ask you something, Liz. You mentioned now how the, you mentioned the system and you mentioned Kyrie and all of that stuff. But if you if you if you think about it. With, uh, with the whole setup of Brooklyn right now. Who do you think is most at risk in terms of their play going down? Because earlier this season, we saw how Kyrie was playing. You even made a comment where you said, one could argue that it's Kyrie's team. We know KD's value will never diminish in any franchise he goes to. He's still KD. So now, who do you think takes more of a backseat now? James Harden or Kyrie Irving? Especially mentioning Kyrie's absence now and his... Him being prone to injuries. Yo, I that's a I'm gonna throw that one to Cookie. Cookie, what do you think? Because I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. James Harden's been the sixth man before, so I don't know if he can do that. But let's let's hear from our residents, our resident Nets fan. Wow. Okay. <laughs> First of all, Kyrie has been there way before Harden, so obviously Harden has to take the back seat. You know what I mean? Harden oh. was the one. Who, Harden was the one who wanted to come to Brooklyn. You understand? He was the one. So. Obviously, surely he, he should take the back seat. But in terms of his play, I am not sure because both of them love having the ball. You know, they like dribbling, dribbling, dribbling and shooting. I just hope that Steve Nash can actually make them play well together. I don't know how. 
but yeah that's i think that's up to the coaching if i'm being honest yeah it's i don't know it's just so weird i can't imagine them together and with the hardened trade as well i'm not a fan of this trade guys i know oh i know not you saying this no <laughs> way i can't believe it <laughs> and sean must answer not his own <laughs> I'll answer my question, but wait, let's finish with Koki because Koki's giving us her take on the trade. You're saying you're not happy. I'm not because we've lost so much. You know, we I like this trade, guys. Yeah, but I didn't think we were going to lose so much. You know, uh, we lost so much. We lost. Oh my gosh, first round picks. We lost. We lost. Oh, Jared Allen. Our team does not have that depth anymore. So now all we need we need Kyrie Harden and KD to play every single game until the playoffs. That's crazy. You know, they can't take a back seat even if they wanted to because we don't have depth. That's the only reason why I'm not a fan of this trade, but otherwise I'll go with the hype. Shine, what's the answer to your question? So who do you who do you think based on the the trade what do you think it's going to be? First of all, James Harden is an MVP. All right. Oh, um, oh, wow. I can't believe Cookie's hacked. No, 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 How is real. she hacked, dude? No, I know where he's going with this, but go on, Sean. James Harden is an okay, MVP. Yeah, like, he's undeniably one yeah. of the best scorers we've seen in modern era. Him and Katie are the two best scorers we've seen in modern era. And when Katie went to Golden State Warriors, there was no doubt. Even the then two-time MVP, defending MVP, said it's Katie's team because Katie is that guy. You get me? Now you have KD mm. on this team as well, who is still that guy, right? It's all about who comes behind him. You can say James Harden or Kyrie was there before James Harden. KD was, came to Warriors, which was Steph's team, and Steph said it's KD's team. Do you get what I mean? Dwayne Wade was in Miami, LeBron came and they said it's LeBron's team. Do you get what I mean? So to a certain level, Kyrie has to understand, even in the hierarchy of players, as an individual talent, KD, Harden, then Kyrie Irving. So I think in that regard, Kyrie should let it go. And also because... He's never there. He hasn't been there in five games. You're not even sure if he's going to play the next game. You know, too many uncertainties. And you can't have that guy be your backup guy when you have James Harden, who is that good, sitting on the bench. I mean, coming off as a third option. And again, we've seen the very reason James Harden left OKC. Even if he was sixth man, in the structure of offense, he was after KD and Russell Westbrook. And he believed he had more to... He, had, he was a better offensive player than Russell Westbrook, which he proved to be. So... That was before he won any MVPs or had a max contract. Now he's gone in and gotten max contracts, won MVP, several all-star teams. There's no reason for him to fall back to a guy who's only have, who only has a championship as a second guy in the championship run, who's yeah, arguably the best one. He's never made any NBA first team, all-NBA first team. He's never won any MVP. So for James Harden, in that regard, there's no reason for him to fall behind because he does believe in his heart of hearts. He's a better player than Kyrie Irving. He believes in his heart of hearts. He's more reliable than Kyrie Irving. So there's no reason for him to take the fall back. I think it should be KD Harden than Kyrie. But also but on the trade, like you mentioned, Koki, sorry, losing yeah. all those guys you've lost. Obviously, Les, Les mentioned how Kyrie's earning 33, KD's earning 40 plus, um, James Harden is earning 40 plus. I don't understand how you guys expect to have anybody else in the team. It's only fair for you guys to lose all the players you have because salary cap, luxury tax, all of those things. And you literally, I don't see how this team can be maintained after the season, especially because the Nets will try to leverage some, someone, one of these players for their future. And if push comes to shove, I think they might let Kyrie go before James Harden simply because one is more reliable than the other. Yeah, okay, fair. I like what you said. Harden is more reliable than Kyrie. But in terms of roles... And better. Okay, whatever. 
But in terms yeah, of no, it's not better. <laughs> Thank you, Lynn. Lynn's Harden has been uh, in the All NBA first team before as a Shine one and Sin. as a two. Carrie's never seen Shine. it. I don't even care, oh, but that is, as a boss. That's my thing. Like has the, led the league in scoring and assisting. Carrie has never seen it. But Shine, listen. Yes. Kyrie can, I mean, Harden cannot replace Kyrie's role in that team. But I'm pretty sure Harden is easily replaceable. Also, Kuti, before you say that Kyrie ah, cannot replace no, Harden's Kuti. team on that, Harden's that's team. Guys, easily replaceable. Guys, wait, Hold on. Wait, this guy's guys have only played I'm, I'm sorry. games this season. Yes, I was about to get in here. That's Kyrie's not even a like seven. Guys. Hold on, Kyrie's only played it's seven games of 13 this season. So how do you mean he's replacing him in the role of the team? There's no role there yet. The only role we know. No, yeah, if we're being honest, guys, that team's not alive yet. It's really no. just. It's still not even like you don't even know what's going on there yet. You can't okay. say he can't replace him. There's no him to replace. First of all, no, but <laughs> guys, for me okay. to replace you. But his role as a point guard. But what's his there's role? There's no way. Uh, yeah, I guess guard. that's true. But what's look, his role? all three of them play different positions. Exactly. It, it, I don't it, think it's yeah. No, I'm saying Harden is there to replace Spencer. Then really, I don't no, think Harden no. can do what Kyrie does oh, for the team. No Harden is not okay. Just, what, know, does, Harden, what does Harden, what does Kyrie offer to the to the team that that Harden can't? There's no defense. So in both cases, okay. And offensively, yeah, it's literally entertainment value, dog. It's funner to watch Kyrie Irving. It's literally funner to watch Bro, Kyrie Irving. All Kyrie has over James, Harden. Could be high test. That's it. What? Exactly. Handles. And that means nothing. That's it, bro. It's handles. Yeah, it's literally funner to watch him. That's the only thing I could honestly dap him with. Besides exactly. that, wow. James Harden is a better passer. He and he might not score in a nicer as in as nicer way as Kyrie, but he'll definitely light it up. I mean, exactly I, I won't lie. Exactly my point. So why should James Harden take the backseat to Kyrie? Gosh, yeah, you've convinced me. Yeah. Look, yeah. here's my thing, dude. James Harden was, was was averaging 37 <laughs> like it was daily bread just now. Dude. Kyrie's ah, not doing that. Now, you see now. Ah, 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 ah. It's not the same thing. You. It's not the same thing. Where's your boy? Where has he been the last five games? Huh? What's been dude, going on what I'm trying to say is that, dude, James Harden's production and output is way higher than Kyrie as we speak, dude. Because let's, James let's, Harden let's, was let's, not as we speak. Oh, I'm hacked. I'm done. I, I'm done. But look, <laughs> look, 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 oh, wow. look. Let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this. <laughs> on this trade, right? Right now, right now, the starting five is what? Kyrie, Harden, Jeff Green, um, KD, and um, DeAndre. Yeah? Great yeah. starting five. Joe it's Harris probably two to three Joe players. Harris, that, bro. Yeah, it's not that could be. Uh, okay, calm. But in that starting five, there's, you know, at least two, maybe three players that could make first team all NBA, right? And with that said, but the thing is, is that, dude, like Goki said, dude, like they have they have nothing on the bench, dude. I'm shocked that Goki's shocked that it took this much to get hardened, okay? Like there's no one on that team that averages more than 10 points, dude. So. If if you benching maybe two out of the three big uh, two out of the three big three, you the the, que- the you have to ask the question: How does the rotation look like? You know who decides as as well? Like who's gonna take that that third best player role? And in my opinion, it has to be Kyrie, because not the fact that Kyrie is probably the third best player, but I think Kyrie doesn't feel like he wants it as much as KD and and Harden. Just based on based on um, his behavior as of recent, I can't James believe Harden. James Harden is getting such an excuse. Yo, 
Yo, you just like James Harden. Just admit you <laughs> like James Harden. I'm looking at what because I'm seeing. Every criticism James you can Harden have for criticism you can have for Kyrie Irving, that clip of James Harden passing the ball to John Wall. Go watch the clip of James Harden pass the ball to John Wall like he don't care. Please, man. <laughs> I, I have no problem I criticizing. That. I saw that, but it's like I have dude, no problem. Kyrie Irving taking this James out. James Harden clearly but... wasn't happy, so obviously he did what he did. The fashion just add. and you're fine with the approach he took. Look, obviously he could have handled it better, but he's been wanting oh this gosh. trade before the season ended last season. He, he wanted this oh trade. Oh my gosh! So the city so... it's like Zuma answering questions in Parliament about Encanta. I can't do this. This is yeah, yeah. Time. <laughs> Time. Ask you a question. I have an issue the way James Harden handled this. So if you guys remember 2019, when Anthony Davis wanted out of the Pelicans, all right? Even if the Pelicans tried to bring down his game time so that they don't get him into the all-star selection and all of those things, he still went on the court and played every game hard whenever he got the chance to. He didn't just go make a post as if he doesn't care like James Harden is doing or have any post-game con- interview where he says, we're just not good enough or whatever because he's working out and he wants out. That's what James Harden is doing. He basically raised the middle finger to Houston and said, I don't I don't want to do this anymore. And that I have an issue with because, Les, earlier you mentioned yeah. how as a young player, if Kyrie Irving is your favorite player, how do you go about him and this Mamba mentality because what he's doing is the opposite. But also, yeah, yeah, James yeah. Harden... How do you then, if you're a James Harden fan, what what more can you tell me about James Harden? Because he's basically telling you he's going to quit on you, like Kyrie quit on his team. He's he, It's all about him. If he doesn't want to be there anymore, he doesn't care about the game, he'll just go on and play. I remember a few podcasts ago, I said, James Harden loves the game of basketball and he'll keep playing as best as he can until he gets moved. But he proved me even wrong, you know, and I'm not even a James yeah. Harden fan. So now imagine his own fan. That, ex- that exit was Niall's, guys. And we were all strange. watching those quotes yesterday. Yesterday, those quotes, bro, come on, guys. Nah, bro. I can't believe the city's willing to excuse it. I'm so hurt. Now, here's what I'm saying. Obviously, shout. The quotes post-game were Niall's. That pass to John Wall was Niall's. I get it, right? It was it was in poor Coming taste. Back out of the shape. way. Cool. It was in poor taste. But what I'm trying to say is, is that, dude, it's not like James Harden didn't ball out while John Wall was there, dude. He still hooped. Did, did he not make the, the, the highest triple-double, 40-point triple-double in uh, NBA so history? Why the no, 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 so, no, so, so, the highest so, triple point, you can't tell triple me, double point dude, just because of that <laughs> one incident, no. you guys are saying he's just throwing all his toys or, you know, he's throwing his toys out of the prana because he wants to leave. He's been said, wanting to leave. Now you guys are angry that he actually showed him. No, I can't believe this. You've watched I'm so glad we have this on the board. I'm so glad. Listen, I'm not excusing what he did. But what I'm I'm just Take saying. Kobe Bryant's name off of your Twitter profile. I can't have this anymore. Yeah, actually, what the hell, Lissidi? you just said. Dude, I'm not excusing his behavior. But it's like, what do you expect, bro? Hey, That's what I'm saying. Guys, I can't do this anymore. I can't. <laughs> this is, I don't mind us roasting Kyrie. But it, you cannot excuse James Harden in the same voice. It cannot be. You can't. It cannot be. I but guess. anyway. Because I have something to say. Hold James, on. I've got a, a, Lissetti, how do you say that you, James Harden was balling out of his sock? First of all, the highest triple double point scored was James Harden. But it was not with John Wall. And also, you've seen James Harden lead the league in scoring for the past three seasons. How do you excuse him going two games, three games, 15 points, 15 points, 20 points? And it's not like he's playing 10, 15 minutes. He's playing 30, 40 minutes with 15 points back-to-back as James Harden. 
in 2021. There's no way he doesn't care. But clearly, the the, the situation affected his game, dude. Oh my clearly, goodness! Listen, James Harden's mental health is being impacted. I'm so active. Okay, guys, I have a very guys, actually, I have a very big question. This is a big one. So, you guys have been seeing the. I mean, you guys have seen how many games have been postponed in the NBA, right? COVID protocols. We someone sat next to someone. No, 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 no. You know what I mean? Like the COVID thing is truly impacting the league. And the truth is, like when this started last year, I really never imagined this day. Like I never actually thought of the forward impact. Like there'd be NBA games and like games cancelled because of COVID. So my question is, and I think I'm a, I'm gonna go to Shine because I mean he's a big supporter of the reigning champs. But like even just in general, what you look at at the league, right? How do you begin to do this thing where it's like Oh, we've got seven eligible players, right? Because the other dudes are quarantining. And what if the dudes quarantining are some of your stars? And then one team has more quarantine periods than the other. And then how does that affect playoff positions and how guys start, right? Because to be fair, I assume the playoffs will be in the bubble. But still, like your seedings matter, right? If I could have finished seventh in the conference so that I don't have to face the number one in the conference, but I lost a game because we were under COVID protocols because some dude sat next to me. Like, you know what I mean? What What are your views on like the COVID protocols? What do you think they do moving forward to maybe try manage this a bit better? Yeah, I, I don't know if you saw, they've got that whole new test that's able to tally the results within an hour of testing so that already knows oh, you yeah, already yeah. know who can be separated from who not sit on the bench because they would have picked up on Seth Curry a lot earlier had they da- had they had that and also with the vaccine coming to America now they've got some sports players as listed as priorities for me though it's it's, it's gonna yeah. impact the league quite negatively if you look at it because certain players certain teams don't want to face the Lakers they don't want to face this team or whatever you know so that plays a huge role yeah. and if you, it, it has impacted the, the 76ers quite badly because they had four of their five starters out when they were yeah. on the And they were the only ones yeah. who were forced to play yeah. that game. Whereas every other team after that was not forced to play. And I'm just happy that it also shows a certain level of discipline a team has and leadership because they know we want to win this. We're not going to put ourselves in any compromising position, for example. You haven't seen anybody from the Clippers, the Lakers, the Warriors who went to see a cousin, for example, or went to do this or went to do that because all of them are that committed to being a a championship run. And unlike the two stars now, or actually all three stars in the Nets who have all been exposed at some stage, I don't know if you you get me. So it also shows the level of commitment and it's a good test to test the Mamba mentality on the player, on the players and teams. It is actually, it it is, I think it is a big test. Like if you're willing to take that discipline and like, let's guys, like we said, like NBA players aren't quarantining or sitting in like apartments, bro. You know, they got some, they've got real estate, bro. You know, they, they, the house kind of nice. They got like bowling alleys (laughs) in their crease. They got a full court, you know, like all I'm saying is, yeah, it's not like it's. I'm not saying it's not hard to have family around and all that, but like, that's what I'm saying. Um, okay, so Lissetti, what are your feelings on the COVID protocols? What do you think the league can do? I mean, what do you think its impact is going to be on some of the teams? I just want to put my focus on that the oh, league gosh. from the jump didn't really do the players um, any good in terms of the schedule that they that they that they um, designed because. Um, the schedule yeah. is shorter, 72 games. 
And it's yeah. thought that, you know, they only made the schedule so that they could coop the $1 billion, well, apparently $1 billion that they lost from last season, right? And, okay. you know, the amounts of rest, for example, like a Lakers or the finalists, uh, Miami and the Lakers, they don't have 71, 72 days of rest si- until yeah. um, summer camp, right? And other teams yeah. like Miami or Milwaukee would have like maybe 97 to 105 days, things, things like that. So normally... Mm. The NBA champions will get something like 20 weeks or 140 days to rest. So now because there's less rest and now it's a jam-packed schedule, there's now, with the COVID protocols, now the thing is now, dude, because I said this with this guy or this guy went to a strip club or whatever, now now five of our guys That's are That's no boy. Uh-uh, wait, listen. <laughs> <laughs> listen. So now, so now, you know, now obviously now we, we, we have like... Weaker, weaker, um, weaker squads, and now as well as because of the jam-packed um, schedule, either because some guys didn't have enough rest or too too much of a rest. Now there's rust involved or or fatigue. Now injuries are being involved now, and now with the small sample size of games to seed your team for the bubble or for the playoffs. Rather now, you know it, it's really doing the players a disservice, bro. And from the jump, I think it was. It was set to fail by by shortening the season from from the get go, so you know with the with the protocols. I mean, look, there's nothing that you can really do. This virus is here, and there's nothing that we can really do in the real short term in terms of the games because the game. The look, the NBA has a bottom line. Games need to be played. Money needs to be made. Okay, so whatever protocols that they do is going to make sure that the bottom line is not affected. So, yeah, no, I don't see this playing out right. And I saw a tweet, I don't know, a couple of days ago, we're saying that if you thought last season had an asterisk on it, it has to be this season because um, the injuries and the protocols are, are, are just insane. Yeah, this season, I do think we'll have that funny asterisk. Well, I think pre-playoffs, I mean, by the time you get to the conference finals, that'll be a bit different. 